Hello, and welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we will be discussing the grand year in the jurisdiction of Washington and British Columbia and Yukon. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Hi, my name is Matthew Apple, and I am one of the hosts here of the Working Tools Podcast, along with very worshipful brother David Colbeth. We're down in Washington, and we have also with us right worshipful brother Trevor McCune and worshipful brother Stephen Chung, of, who are members of the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in Yukon. And we are extremely honored this evening to have with us most worshipful brother Don McKenzie, who is the Grand Master of the Most Worshipful Grand Lodge of Ancient Free and Accepted Masons of British Columbia in Yukon. And Most Worshipful Brother Chris Kaufman, the Grand Master of the Most Worshipful Grand Lodge of Free and Accepted Masons of Washington. So, Most Worshipful Sirs, thank you very much for being here this evening. Thank you. And we, uh, you've both been on the show before. We, we just, uh, as the Masonic year draws to an end, I guess it's almost exactly a month to go for you, uh, Most Worshipful Brother Chris. Uh, we're, we're figured we do a little wrap up of the year that has been, what I mean, given that COVID has thrown everyone a curveball, <laughs> what uh, has been going on and what's worked and what hasn't and what we can look forward to in the future. So, um, yeah, I, I uh, guess that's, some, I guess that's something a little bit different too for, uh, uh, brother, uh, most worshipful brother Kaufman is actually going to, you know, have an installation and, and, and an annual communication. Whereas most worshipful grandmaster McKenzie is, is, uh, not, um, he's continuing on, uh, the circumstances being a little different and that's gotta be different for you guys. eh? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about your years guys. Go ahead, Don. Okay. Well, this year has been, uh, in a nutshell, total and utter chaos, but other than that, it's been a good year, you know, really, uh, we've got a quite a few things accomplished. I think we've, uh, carried on uh, keeping our craft engaged. Uh, it, I think I mentioned it the last time I was on here. It's like having a brand new car with a GPS in it. And you turn the corner and you, you find out the bridge is out, but it's not the current GPS, right? <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what we found this year. And it's been uh, challenging. Uh, sometimes all you have to do is have a good laugh. And uh, luckily I've got some good Grand Line officers with me that we can just laugh at what's happened a lot of times. And, uh, uh, that's good enough for me right now, Chris. You go ahead, Paramount. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's been. You know, we both Don and I had lots of plans for the year, and none of them happened. You know, I mean, we planned on visiting each other's lodges. We had all kinds of plans, like, but masonry survived. Uh, we learned to do some things that we don't normally do, like something new. Uh, you know, masonry doesn't pick up on new things very easily. And we started using Zoom and other platforms to communicate, to educate. Um, we couldn't do our meetings, but just recently we're allowed to. Um, but most of the jurisdiction picked those things up. Uh, regrettably, there were a few that didn't. Um, and uh, hopefully they will pick those things up as uh, we go in the future. I kind of compare it to 
the late 1800s when automobiles first started. And I bet the Masons, none of them liked it because they liked their horses. But we learned to drive and we now use them. You know, same thing with the phone. We didn't like it because we didn't see the person, but now we use the phone all the time. So hopefully this technology will uh, become more ingrained and we'll be able to actually, you know, I think about it with my, my son and his kids and my daughter and her kids. They live on these phones, you know? Um, and if they don't communicate that way, we're not going to get them to participate and join our fraternity. So I think it's a learning opportunity. Yeah, that, that's one thing uh, we've um, fully embraced is the technology. And uh, our technology committee, uh, which Stephen is a member, uh, has done uh, a yeoman's job in helping us out. Uh, uh, we started out in the first part of the year and there was no meetings being held. And uh, we, we had a round table amongst ourselves. How are we going to get this done? We've got to get them. So it was some lodges having some meetings and we just show up at a meeting. And I'll tell you, you show up at the tip of Vancouver Island, uh, you've got all the Grand Line there, kind of. And we just answer <laughs> questions. And I think that was maybe out of the norm from them. They maybe had not seen a Grand Master in their lodge for 15, 20 years, perhaps. It's hard to say. And uh, I think it went over really well. And so we expanded upon that. And just once the Zoom meeting started to happen, we uh, we dedicated our evenings to Zoom. So we went on many, many Zoom meetings. Even uh, even at this point here now, I'm still doing probably uh, 15 meetings a week at least. Wow. So, uh, and we've kept that pace up going right from September when we had to shut it down when the case uh, cases started to jump here. So we figured we doing a little bit of damage control and we found that some, a lot of the lodges were interpreting what the health regulations were for what they wanted to hear. And I'm sure Chris is very well yeah. aware of this. Uh, we had uh, in British Columbia, the, the, the health officer came out and said, you can meet with 10 people. But she pulled those words back the next day and said it's 10 people in your own bubble, which means mother and the father and their eight children. If not, there's no 10 people meeting. So we had lodges saying, well, why can't we have a meeting with 10 people now? And then yeah. you have to go through the whole, yeah. But anyway, it's, uh, it's been, been challenging, but yet rewarding. Uh, we've had, uh, uh, one of the first things we did is we uh, encouraged the district deputies to have their, their, uh, official visit, virtual official visit in their district. And uh, that started in December, I think it was. And it went over really well. And uh, we carried on doing uh, the Grand Master's virtual official visits. We've had you know a couple hundred on the meeting. As a matter of fact, the one meeting that uh, Chris came to, we had, uh, I think, seven Grand Masters from all the way from California, Oregon, Washington, uh, Alaska, First Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. So there was seven grandmasters there, and that was, other than being a long meeting, Chris, it was a it was oh, a it pretty was unusual meeting. Yeah, <laughs> and at the end, every was. every jurisdiction stood up and said what they've been doing, and it was it was, it was great. It was a nice meeting. Yeah, the other thing that we've done here is, um, because we couldn't meet and couldn't go out, you know. I love dropping in on lodges and uh, wasn't able to do that. 
we started doing grandmasters forums and I think we did six of them. Uh, the first one, we didn't realize our license was only for a hundred people. And we, some people couldn't get in. So we bought the bigger license, but uh, we've had a hundred, 150 people attend each one of those. And uh, it's been very interesting because, you know, you get the people. Sometimes it was frustrating because uh, three different people would ask the same question because they didn't like the answer they got, <laughs> apparently. But you had to just keep going along. Uh, but I will was, say, uh, yeah. From the, ang from the angle of the, the, the average Mason in the street or the more interested than average, probably Mason in the street. I loved those forums. The um, the ability to just ask a question that I don't know. Somehow, when it comes from the authority from Dad, <laughs> it's got a little more authority behind it than when you ask somebody else and you're liable to get half an answer or whatever. And yours, and actually the Grand Secretary's forums too, I think are yes. are just extremely helpful for getting information out there. And more than once, I said to myself that you it is shocking how well-demeanored and patient you were with some of those questions. Cause there, every once in a while, I would just be, I, yeah, it was impressive. You, you should see the floor below me. <laughs> so yeah, no, that, like I said, those were, I think that was one of the, if you're talking about victories that grew, grew out of COVID, I think that's definitely one of them. That was a big step in the right direction. Well, you know, uh, interesting thing, you know, to watch the, um, the adoption of the technology. Um, because I, I do the text messaging program in my district, I can tell you when I first started that a few years ago, uh, you, you stand up in lodge and ask, ask them how many guys had smartphones and you maybe had a half a dozen guys put their hands up. And now it's, you know, now it's complete 180 and um, they've got their smartphones and now they've got tablets and, and now they're doing Zoom meetings. And um, it, it's been, um, like I said, very interesting to watch the adoption because uh, it's been so fast because of COVID that uh, it, the pace is unbelievable. I've never seen it, things adopted in our lodges uh, in our districts that quick. and. I, I got to say, uh, most worshipful grandmaster, I saw the uh, the stuff Grand Lodge put out for uh, recommendations. Um, um, I guess a little preempt to that, uh, or, I'll, or or maybe I'll let you speak to it. Uh, I, I, it's been it's great. I think those who are looking for it, it's exactly what they needed. Um, there's those of us who are meeting in a casual format, and we'll continue that. We're, we're not trying to replace uh, and have meetings and like that, but uh, been a lot of positive feedback about that. Why don't you tell them what you guys are doing with that? Well, we came up with a, with a, I won't say a protocol, but it's an interim way to meet on Zoom uh, to make it, make it more meaningful to everybody that shows up. Mm. Like, when, like when we first started, very touristive and, uh, uh, it was guys laying on their couch in a t white T-shirt and <laughs> eating potato chips, and you know what I mean. And uh, and, and the, what we found was is the more formal it became, the more acted like a real meeting, and uh, and people were uh, uh, better at communi communicating because it's the way we usually do it in lodge, where instead of everybody just trying to talk over each other, it, was, it turned into a real meeting then, like it, and. Uh, as I was stating, we'd just show up, we'd get the Zoom coordinates for some 
little lodge way out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, we just say, okay, guys, we're here. What would you like to talk about? Talk about this much the same thing as your forum, Chris. Just yeah. in a, in a little different. Uh, pretty cool way. to have. Pretty cool to have the Grand Line just pop into your casual Zoom meeting for your lodge, and you're like, "Wow, everybody's here! Not just one or two; they're all here." <laughs> we would we would laugh about it, and we would have a good time, and it was very informal, and yet it was very formal. You know, uh, it was was uh, was was quite an amazing transformation of the of the meetings that we noticed over a period of about. Like you said, it happened very fast, even about six six weeks or two months. It was a total increase in membership that was coming out, and they were trying to act like a real meeting. So Right. Um, there's another interesting thing, is the volume of activity uh, that you two have had to endure through this. Like, you've got, you guys have been to more Zoom meetings and more uh, uh, committee meetings and more 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 activity than probably you ever even thought you would have on your schedule for the year, eh? Go ahead, Chris. You answer. Yeah, well, yeah. I, in in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. You know, I mean, I had a very full calendar, and I planned on traveling all over the state, going to lodge meetings here, there, and everywhere, and didn't get to do that. But I spent a whole lot more time at the Grand Lodge office working with the Grand Secretary and figuring out what edict's going out this week versus because they changed the rules on us uh, or what we're doing next week. And I spent a whole lot more time doing that than I ever planned on doing. So, I mean, it was a, a variety. Um, it's so nice. We just started meeting again May 1st in person. And I was at four Lodge meetings last week in person. I'm going to be in four this week. And I was in four the week before that. And it's just so good to go out and be there, you know. Uh, but uh, as to our schedule, I don't know. It's busy, and it has been. But I'm not sure it's any busier or less busy than it would have been otherwise. Just in a different form, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Just, just in a different form. Like a lot more. I spent a lot more time phoning Chris and the Grandmaster of uh, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. What are you guys doing? You know, like, what, what are you, what are you finding your problems are? And believe it or not, a lot of us had the same problems. It's just <laughs> how you handled it. Right. And, uh, and that's when I said, uh, it's very important to have a good laugh once in a while. <laughs> yes. It's very important to have a good laugh. You know, what, sure. what impressed me is the, when you talk about those little lodges, uh, and then in the north or in the little lodges in the tip of Vancouver, wherever. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, no offense, Grandmaster Chris, <laughs> but you know, Washington didn't seem to embrace that as well as we could have. Uh, no, we and didn't. so some of our remote lodges didn't meet, or even some of our not so remote, I mean, even some of our downtown lodges or, or that did have access, just it seemed like some things stopped. And so I was always impressed, especially when I hear about those things happening and your, your whole grand line, especially being, being able to drop in on a little remote lodge that is actually meeting on Zoom and talking about the idea that Zoom and this kind of technology has come become ubiquitous. I mean, we were just a year ago, a year and a half ago, we would have to have special sessions for our show. We'd have to have a special session with the guest a week before to make sure that their video worked and their audio worked and all that. And how, what's zoom, how does that work? And we have to download some software. And then now it's, we can give you the number. 
or give you the link and everybody knows how to use it. So I think the, the, as Steve mentioned, the embrace of technology and then also you and Chris and the future grand lines as well. Uh, it'll be behoove them to continue that technology use. And I mean, gosh, for example, our, our temple board is going to continue to meet virtually. There's no reason for us to, to get, you know, everybody get in their car and drive down to the an hour for a half hour meeting. I think uh, I, I don't think Zoom is going to go away, and I think we should embrace it for certain things. Nothing takes the place. Uh, we're designed to meet in person and have handshakes and hugs and everything else. And, uh, we don't want to change that, but for some of the brethren that perhaps can't drive at night, can't climb the stairs up into the upstairs of the lodge building, I think it would be uh, it would behoove us to try to figure out something even for a festive board down below uh, nice. uh, to keep them engaged. If they're paying dues, we should do something for them. At least uh, they could come in and send uh, a board of general purpose of the lodge. Right. And we've done our board of general purpose uh, online uh, for the last three, three or four online. Uh, we didn't have too many boards of general purpose this year, just for that very reason. And because everything's kind of a was in flux, if you know what I mean. So. And do you, and do you get a good number out for those BOGPs? Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, Grandmaster Chris, one of the one yeah. of the one of the ideas from Canada I would love to steal is the Board of General Purposes. <laughs> okay, uh, I was just going to ask Don, what is that? Because I'm not familiar with the term. Well, it's when you get your eleven standing committees and your and your your fourteen either. Uh, 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 other committees, whether it be uh, uh, board of trustees or whatever together, and everybody has, uh, they're supposed to give a report to Grand Lodge and to everyone, of course, and you can ask how things are going in that regard. Uh, what we're hoping to do this time here is uh, perhaps uh, strengthen the mandates that the different committees have, like this year here, because uh, we're going to be serving another term, I think it um, it would behoove us to to uh, do something for the next grand lines that follow us, so that they don't have to reinvent the wheel if it ever happens again. It's not uh, if this is going to happen; it's when it's going to happen again, right? And, oh, I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think um, what he's referring to um, is uh, our our the on lodge a more level. lodge level, yeah. right? A board of general purpose. We get together. Uh, the whole lodge is invited, the entire membership. And that's where we sit down and talk about the bills and uh, and talk about the plans for things happening. And um, that's where most of the actual work gets done or talked about. Um, and things kind of get um, recommended from the board of general purpose to the lodge that we do this, we do that. Um, and it gets recommended that we do these things, but all that is hashed out in a meeting uh, that is separate from our regular lodge meetings. So that all that uh, back and forth, getting business done stuff is not clogging up a business, uh, um, uh, a night where we can get together for good fellowship and education. Uh, okay. The, Understood. the Grand Lodge uh, Board of General Purposes in British Columbia and Yukon started about 35 years ago. 
It was an advisory group to the Grand Master made up of his principal officers. So I think there was five or six of them, and that was all that they met once or twice a year. Uh, then they started meeting more often. Uh, and then at some point, someone decided that they should be including the standing committees, uh, finance, uh, jurisprudence. And then in our jurisdiction, we tried an experiment for almost a decade where we had elected regional representatives, which we discovered didn't work for a number of reasons. We don't need to go into here. But then the next evolution about three or four years ago, two or three years ago, was to include the district deputy grandmasters, but still constitutionally, it's strictly an advisory board to the grandmaster. Mm. It has no authority, but it's generally where committees will bounce ideas uh, and say, this is what we're gonna bring up at Grand Lodge, or this is what we'd like to do. So that's a bit of a history of all that. Yeah, okay, that's uh, very interesting and something we might wanna consider. I mean, we, we, we sort of do some of that now with our long range planning committee, we're supposed to have all the committees show up there, but frequently they don't. Um, we do have the XCOM, which is our, all our electeds, and we meet every month or more frequently than that actually this year. But uh, really yeah, yeah, very similar. And if I can go back a little bit, what Don was talking about using Zoom as a, basically as a tool. And I've said this many times. If you're going to put a tack on the wall, you don't use a sledgehammer, you use a tack hammer. So you've got to use the tool for what it's good for, not for it doesn't solve all the problems of the world. So I agree. We Meeting together on the level, that hug, that handshake uh, is fabulous. And the, one of the main reasons I joined masonry. Uh, but education and some of these other things we can do on Zoom, they're great. And the opportunities with, you know, I attended Zoom meetings put on by the Grand Lodge of New York, you know, and other places. Otherwise, I never would have gone to. And it's been yeah. very interesting. That's actually yeah. another one of the silver linings that I would say, from my perspective, is coming out of COVID is we have a, in our Lodge Zoom meetings, we have a brother who moved to Wisconsin, one who moved to the Philippines, uh, another one who was in Arizona who would show up on a regular basis now to these. And, yeah. you know, we get to see him and, and that sort of stuff. We, we have another guy in Sweden and I haven't gotten him to come yet, but. He's uh, it's my next goal, but he's uh, it just being able to see these guys that we haven't seen in years is is really helpful. They, all they do now is you know they get a card in the mail or something. Now we actually get to talk to them. I would hazard a guess I've I've met a tremendous amount of people this year on some of these Zoom meetings. For instance, we yeah. have the nine o'clock toast here that's been going on for about five hundred and some odd days at this point every night, right? And uh, some of those people are from uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Boston, whatever. And I've become pretty good friends with some of those and uh, some yeah. of the people. And it's it's also brought to light a bunch of problems that we saw that we were having. For instance, I had one gentleman, uh, he was 90, 90 or 91 years old. And he says, uh, Grandmaster, he says, I've moved down onto Vancouver Island now, but he says, I've had a, <clears throat> excuse me, a 60-year jewel sitting up at a lodge up in the Okanagan. And I says, well, it'd be my honor if you could get that jewel. If you want me to get it down here, I'll get it down here. And the very first chance we get, I'll present you with your, I'd be honored to present you with your 60-year jewel. And he thought that was just absolutely fantastic. So we started doing jewels. And then uh, 
at one meeting, I think I gave out 550 or 575 years of long service jokes. Wow. Yeah. And it just turned into, so consequently, I make a trip once a week into the Grand Line office and <laughs> Al McLeod wants me to sign another stack of certificates. But other than that, it's been, uh, it's been really good. You know, you know, the technology has probably uh, saved us this year, to tell you the truth. And, and you know, the, the, uh, Chris, you mentioned the education component. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been an incredible tool for that. Uh, the, the meetings, the education meetings I've been able to attend around the world, uh, just incredible opportunities that otherwise we would not have had. Right. That's uh, absolutely true. You know, you know, we've done all kinds of, we've taken our lodge leadership retreat and put some of those classes out on zoom as well. Yes. Yeah, we've uh, we've been on some meetings. I've, I've been attended meetings in Scotland and all over the place, just like Chris has. Uh, but it's been very interesting. Some of those uh, lodges over there in Scotland and England that I attended uh, had heard about British Columbia going out and traveling around to their lodges on Zoom. And uh, the one meeting I was uh, uh, able to meet with the Grand Master of Scotland on there, it was great. And uh, but I went back a, a month later and they said, well, nobody from the Grand Line's been here since since that last meeting that you were on. But, but it's, uh, I think we could, we, we, uh, we saw we had a problem and we endeavored to repair the problem. And, and, it, and I think it really helped with uh, the us and them too. You know, you know what I mean, Chris? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, just showing that maybe we're... Uh, we put our pants on the same way as everybody else does too. But that's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the, uh, we're, what are we looking forward? So just by way of background, we just started meeting as someone said earlier on, on May 1st, uh, lodges are authorized to meet again here in, in Washington. Um, and I know we're looking forward to, as I said earlier, in almost exactly a month, uh, the, the grand lodge of uh, annual communication for Washington. Uh, Chris, do you have a, excuse me, most worshipful sir, do you have a, uh, a uh, preview of how that's going to go? What are sort of the details of that? Well, our any communication, normally we do it for two days and we actually get there on Thursday. We do a bunch of stuff Thursday night, Friday and Saturday, but we crammed it down a little bit because we can only have about 200 people there. Um, it, uh, the governor just changed rules again and go up to 50% with the six foot separation that's still required. Uh, we can get up to maybe 220, I think is what it, the hotel will allow us. So with 158 lodges, there's only one representative from each lodge. That's all we could do. I couldn't, uh, couldn't allow two, it just wouldn't work. Um, so uh, we're gonna do that. Um, we're gonna have a fun dinner on Friday night. Um, 60s theme, by the way, and nobody's gonna recognize me when I come in because my hair will be much, much longer. Um, but that's okay. Um, and then we start bright and early Saturday morning, nine o'clock. Um, we have all the resolutions that we didn't do last year, plus three more new ones this year that all should be slam dunks because they're my recommendations, so they should go through with no problem. Um, uh, famous but, last uh, words, famous last words. <laughs> I, know that. I say that sarcastically. Um, but uh, we've had to change some of the rules too. Uh, normally we allow three speakers on each resolution and for and against and three minutes for each of them. Um, 
this year we can only allow two minutes and three of them. And they have to be at the mic at the time I call on it. And if they're not there, they lose it. Um, our timing is so tight this year that I have 15 minutes to spare between the time we open at 9 o'clock that we have to close by 4.30. <laughs> I only got 15 minutes to play with. So Clint doesn't think you're gonna. That's gonna work, but <laughs> he's well, I know he doesn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but then again, you know, we've been going through all this paperwork too. You know, um, we hope to get through it all. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting day. Um, we're going to have a public installation of uh, the new officers at seven thirty on Saturday night. Uh, we're going to initiate our Grand Master into the Grand Masters Association of Washington. Uh, at six o'clock. Sorry, four of you can't come. Uh, but uh, um, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting experience. Yes. Uh, and then um, I'm taking the year off. I'm going back to the old way it was, where Grandmaster got done. He takes a year off, doesn't take any appointments, and lays low because the new Grandmaster is now Grandmaster. You don't want people coming up to you. Well, what you they you think they should be doing or whatever. No, I, I'm just going to lay low, just attend my own lodges. Um, I've got some projects around the house I'm going to take care of. So it's going to be uh, very different because I won't have Cam uh, or Cameron, Clint calling me at 9.15 in the morning, which he does almost every morning to make sure I'm uh, up. But uh, no, I'm, now Don's year is going to be a whole lot different. Yeah, yes, speak, speaking of... Uh, Don, maybe um, maybe we can use this as our our opportunity to segue into uh, a second episode with you guys. Uh, um, are you guys good to uh, stick around for another uh, episode here? I'm fine with it. Because right. yeah. I, I think that's going to be a little longer conversation than, than we have left here. Um, so uh, that being said... I'll just take the opportunity on, on behalf of the Working Tools podcast to thank you guys for being here to do this episode with us and um, look forward to uh, our next one.